Good morning, Raboisai. Lili Nishmasi Mimirosi Rusmas Mordechai. Sponsored by the MDY family. Still going strong. Lili Nishmasi Rachmiel Ben Yisrael Olavashalom. Yeshua Ben Baruch Nasan Olavashalom. And Yosef Ben Shlomo Zalman Olavashalom. That's it for today. This guy goes this way. Okay. Shkoyach. More? Rabbi Isai, where in the world do you do daf? We're starting to compile pictures. This is from, it says at least, Shmili Leibovitz. In Cancun, that's where he does the daf. Hi, thanks for making the daf an enjoyable experience. I also want to thank you for your beautiful charts and props. It really enhances my learning experience. Special thanks to my special father, Avrumi Leibovitz. That's Avrumi. <laughs> I didn't even read this. Now I hop. Yeah, his name is Shmili Leibovitz. This is... Nachem Seltzer is a good friend of Rumi Leibovitz's son for introducing me to this amazing shir. Gracias. He already speaks Spanish because he's in Cancun for two days. Your Talmud Shmili Leibovitz. I met him in Borough Park, Cancun, Mexico. Beautiful, beautiful. I called up Nachem yesterday. I was very, very disappointed. When I got home, I realized we had such a missed opportunity. I, we, were, we were saying the words, Shomati Shohoyu, Oymrim, Ashri Mishabalkan. I had no idea that the... <laughs> it's the famous Shweki song. Shomati Shehoyu And you didn't even help me, nobody. You were just singing. Oh, you guys were singing up there. Ah, yeah, yeah. It was a big balagan down here. What about Vahoyu Bayoy Mahu? Regesh? Forget about the, 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 the ones from uh, 20 years ago. All right. This is from Jack Aber. You mentioned this morning chesed for rich people. I was on a trip to Chicago and received a call from a major New York giver, secretary, if I can bring back salami for him from Romanian. Romanian salami. <laughs> you know, there's uh, a, guy, a guy I know drove from New York to Chicago to pick up a pack of Romanian hot dogs and go back just for the shtick, just to say he did it. Drove back and forth. <laughs> Anyways, to make a long story short, he says, between getting a driver to bring it to me and pick it up from my office in New York the next day, it was a $1,500 salami. The fellow called me to offer me a free dinner reserve cut. Unbelievable place for my efforts. Mamish, gosh, this is America. Gosh, it's a $1,500 salami. You're talking about, I'm talking in front of a coil guy here. I mean, that's like a year's salary, basically. I told him, no, thank you, and I'd rather a bracha Listen to this, a bracha, that it should be zoicha to do chesed for a needy person as easily as I did it for the rich guy. Good Shabbos, Yaakov Eber, Lawrence, New York. Now Yaakov Eber, I, I believe I was in your house, uh, maybe you remember. I used to be very good friends, I still am, but I haven't spoken to him in, since he left Chicago. Ariel Eber, I think that's your son. And my son, Luzzy, who's 14, was best, best friends with your grandson. Really? Jack and, oh, okay. It's brothers. Okay, now what? So, I wasn't in your house. I was in your dad's house. This is from Doe Farkas, real quickly. Greetings from Australia, and thanks again for the daily dose of inspiration. A Maise Shahoya regarding yesterday's sugi about marrying a Baskoyan. I'm just a regular Bala boss. Yes, I went to Jewish day school my whole life. Child. I went to Yeshiva in Israel for after Hazel, but I'm no Taman Chacham. Welcome to the club. 
talking about myself. 19 years ago, when I became engaged to my wife, who aside from being the Rosh Hashiva's daughter is also a Baskoyan, we remember that he married the Rosh Hashiva's daughter because from his famous video, it's on uh, Yeshiva World News. I was called in, well, maybe not that part, I was called in by a great tzaddik and chassid in Melbourne, Rabbi Ariel Serebransky, all of us, wanted to see me. This is Dofargan, she's the chassid in Melbourne. He said to me as follows, anyone can marry Rosh Hashiva's daughter, but only a Talmud Chacham can marry Baskoyan. So he made me commit then on the spot that for the next 30 days in the lead up to the Chasana, we would learn Mesechtis Megillah every day. So at the time of the Chasana, we would have finished the Mesechtis and I would be qualified to marry Baskoyan. You see a sight from here. If you learn one Mesechtis from beginning to end, Megillah, ah, there's a famous story about Megillah, we're not going to go there, that a person learned Megillah and at the Levaya, Megillah came to the Levaya, a whole Maisa, beautiful story. You have to understand that Rabbi Riel, Arel, all of Hashem was a busy man. He was learning and giving shiurim from morning to night. Hardly stopped to eat or sleep. Yet this issue was so important to him that he found an extra hour every day that he didn't have in order to ensure that I'm a oritz, I'm a ritz, when I marry a baskoyan. Wow, it's a nice, he didn't like slash you on a chira from top to bottom. Warmest regards to you and all your chevra. Dove Farkas from Melbourne. All right, there's so many more emails. Give all the stuff up. We have to go. Is uh, Heina Khan today? Did Heina come back? Oh, maybe no, that's tomorrow. That's Tuesday. Okay. <clears throat> We're holding seven lines from the bottom of Daf. Nun Omid Beis. Koisvei Sfarim Tfilinu Mezuzis. Stam. The Seifrim who write Tfilinu Mezuzis. Sifir Torah. Hein Vitagoreim. The Seifrim. The guys you go, you know, you, guy, you buy from a store or the final store or the, the, the wholesaler in between. <clears throat> anybody who sells this regim, anybody who picks himself up from Ramat Bet Shemesh and goes to America to sell this regim. People who sell tchelas. This stuff. The blue strings for the tzitzis. They don't see a bracha. They don't do it for money. <clears throat> then they'll see a bracha, royin. Why? Because then the concern is that if they make too much money, they won't sell it. There'll be a shortage in the, in the market. People won't have mezuzahs. So that's why the Davin we had yesterday, the Davin 24 Tanesim. Maybe that's not the concern so much with uh, Sregim and Lulavim. Who? That's what I was talking about. I said a person picks himself up. Zok to Gimara Vaiter. B'nai Baishon. We're plugging, we're plugging your, your business. Larry Pearl, I've seen him a few times on, but it's his face on, that's what I want to see. I saw his name. You know who else is on? A big, big guest. We have a big guest. Boys, we have a big guest. Leon Welcher is on. He's been gone for a week. It's good to see him back. So now, Rabbi, we're going into Minhagim, Minhagim, different times that you cannot break a minog. Different times they could break a minog. How does Gibrox, for instance, fit into this whole sugya? B'nai Baishon. There's a place, Baishon. 
It's 100% mutter to travel from Tzor to Tzidon Erev Shabbos. They accepted upon themselves a Chumrah, a Chumrah Yisera. Also, Benayu Kameh, Rabbi Yochanan, so the next generation came to Rabbi Yochanan and said, you know, our fathers were too machmir, we got to get out of this. Give us a heter. And they said, our parents, they could have afforded it. They could afford it. That's why. So they didn't have to go on Friday. It wasn't a big deal. We are struggling. We need to go. We need to travel on Friday. It's too late. Once your, for, your fathers, your forefathers, accept in a minog, even though it's not an iser, a chumrah. Shenemar shmabni. What's the song? I hear somebody in the kitchen. Okay, good, good, good. We're getting there slowly. The whole island was together on one, on one note. It's beautiful. Come, Levi, come here. Get out of the kitchen. Come here. You want to sing so? Do you guys hear him on Zoom singing from the kitchen? You don't even hear him. Levi is upset that we didn't sing Ashri Misha Balakan. So he's singing Shwek in the kitchen. Top of his lungs, you don't hear him. Okay, good. Shma b'ni Musa Ravicho Val. This is the main point. Val Tito You cannot break away from your mother's tradition. So that's it. You're stuck. As you're going to see. If a Talmud Chacham, Rabbanim, they establish a minog, like Gebrox, even though everybody knows it's not Asr, but it's a minog, it's a Chumrah, they took upon themselves a Chumrah, so that Chumrah is something you can't break. But this is different. Excuse me, it's coming back. <coughs> break the diet once, that's it. They had a minog, no, you'd say it's a chumrah. They, they used to take hafrosh's challah from rice. We saw, Yochim Venuri holds that rice is like one of the dogons, and you, have, you make a hamoitzi, birkas hamazan, you can be yaitza, but, but that's not how we pass it. And they took challah off of rice. Also, Yosef, so they told Rav Yosef, it's not a good minog. I want a Yisrael to go ahead and eat the challah, which is designated for a coin, right in front of their faces. So Abayah, Rav Yosef's Talmud asks, Things that are mutter, it's mutter, but other people would know you get iser in it. They said it's oser. You're not permitted to break the minug. So why you, Rav Yosef, are saying, why are you saying to break the minig of rice? Now, before we go to the answer, I just want to point out, the Ramah says, never to make fun of anybody's minig. Every minig has a source and a reason why it was created. There's a story that they say over about the Ramah. I'm not prepared to say it in public now, maybe after Shir. Interesting story. People said Mazel Tov in a certain situation. And the Ramah said it's not Sneas. And then he broke the minig. And then there was a tremendous takala from it afterwards. That's the, that's the rumor about the Ramah behind the, this halacha that he said. 
The Mogan Avram does say that if the Metzius changes, whatever, they, they said that they're doing a meaning because of a certain situation, that situation no longer applies. I don't know, like I remember when I was a kid, there's a certain Hasidus in Mansi. I remember seeing, I know the Hasidus. They wear boots, like huge boots during the summer. The whole, uh, you guys know about it. Okay, so does that, I don't know if, how that works exactly. It doesn't, we don't have snow in the summer, it doesn't, it doesn't apply. I don't know exactly how that works. Each thing to itself, but that's what the Mogan Avram says, when the Metzius is not there anymore, you're no longer in Europe where the snow is very high during the summer. I don't know that in Europe, I don't know, who knows what it was there, why the Minigas, I'm just, I just threw that out. Fine. Says the Gemara, Omar Allah, Itmar Allah, but there's a, little, there's a little exception to the rule. As we're going to see the sugi later, Omar Avchizda Bikusai. A kusi. What's a kusi? Big famous machleks and shas. is a kusi, a ger emes, a ger arayis. Let's assume a kusi is a true Jew. But that we know, the kusim were never so makbin on the mitzvahs, unless whatever they would call themselves, they were makbin more than Yisrael. But this they weren't so makbin. So what's going to happen? You're going to break their minog. So they're going to, Tell, they're going to assume in their head, oh, look, we had a mitzvah. It was called, I don't know, wearing boots, let's say, in the summer. And you went and you broke it. So now we could eat treif chazi. You could break that also. They're not going to, they're not going to differentiate between a minig and not a minig. So it's going to become a takala. So when it comes to kusi, you don't break any minig. So Mamela, these people, bnei choizoi, are like the kusim. So he says, <coughs> kusoi, says Abaya, what do you mean? So, I don't understand. Look, at the end of the day, these people in, in Mechayza, something bad is going to happen here. Why? Because look, this is rice. This is a giant pot of rice. This tiny thing is the challah that you take from this giant pot. Here's a giant thing of dough, and here's a tiny piece of dough. So there's going to be something really bad here. Why? Because if you take the dough from here and make challah, let, let's go the simple one. You take the rice from here and you make it challah on the dough. So now you come and you eat the dough, there's never any challah taken. You took rice for the, for the dough and that doesn't work. That's terrible. What's the other thing that might happen? You might take a piece of small dough and give it to the kayan. For what? To be yaitzah challah on this rice that doesn't eat challah. The kayan is going to go and eat this dough. That's a problem. Why? Because if the dough was real challah on regular dough, then the kayan has permission to eat it. But if the dough, which would never had challah on the challah, you're just giving a small piece of challah, it's truma. And you're telling the coin, go ahead and eat it. Why am I be mafreshit for the rice that doesn't need it? Then the coin is eating a piece of dough that's tevel. You hear? You don't hear. If he doesn't hear, I have to say it again. If I let, forget about the rice for a second, if I take a small piece of dough and I mafresh challah on a giant piece of dough, could the coin eat this? One hundred percent. It's truma. But what if I take this little piece of dough and I say I'm mafreshit? On the wall. It's instead of the wall, it's the challah for the wall. Could the kayin eat it? No. Because 
This piece of dough, I never took truma from it. I never took a piece of challah from this piece of challah. There's no chiyuv. So if I take this piece of dough and I make it challah on the, on the rice, what did I do? I made a joke. There's no kedusha in this piece of dough. So how does the coin have a right to eat it? I, I have to take a little piece of dough off this small piece of dough and make that challah so that the coin could eat it. And that never happened. So memelo nami sarchi milsa. They're going to ruin it. Elomaravashi chazinon. Well, depends. If most of their bread in that town is made out of rice, we got to feel bad for these people. So then we're not going to break their minog. We're not going to eat their challah right in front of their face. Because they're going to forget about the whole concept of challah, these amaratzim. So, we got, so don't break the minog. But if they eat regular bread, Let's break their minog. Why? Like we just explained. You hear? They're going to take from ptur on chiyuv and chiyuv on ptur. Now, it might be kedai to just jump into Toysus for a second. If you look three lines down from the top of Toysus, a minog that everybody understands is mutter. As far as I understand, even Hasidim understand that Gibrox is 100% mutter. They understand that it's a major chumrah. So that's a perfect minog. They want to be machmer on themselves. It's something that's mutter. But if somebody made a mistake in halacha, he doesn't know. They thought, they made a minig for 200 years. They made such a minig. Who cares how many years? But it was established based on a mistake. You could go to Rav and he could be matter. Okay, so that's another halacha to throw this in. Says the Gemara, Gufa. Something that's 100% mutter, but people took upon themselves the iser. Omer Avchizda, and this is the Avchizda we had a second ago, Bikusoyaskinon. We're talking about people that we're concerned that if you're going to break their minog, Amaratim, they're going to come to be Mekel and other things. So, Mela, let, let's not break their minhagim. Let's keep it as it is. Bekula al Maloi. What? People are not Amaratim, don't have an issue. So now, Rabbi said, we're going to go into a very, very easy Gemara. We can fly through it. It's three stories that are almost identical. Two of them happened with the same brothers. The third one happened with their father. Mamish identical. We're not concerned for chashash of Mishkif of Zohar with two brothers. They could bathe together. However, in the city, Kovul, that they had a minog to be makbir on two brothers. We had the story with the two sons of Ingram Leel, Yehuda and Hillel. They went to the town Kovul and they bathed in the bathhouse over there. And everybody's talking about them. You have to understand. They, they never left their city, it seems like. We've never seen such a terrible thing. So Hillel, remember, I couldn't find the picture, but the, the mikvahs in those days had a the mikvah, the bathhouse, the actual bath, and they had an inner room where people got dressed, and the outer room where people came in. So he ran out to the, to the other room. 
You don't want to turn around and say, you're a bunch of Amaritzim. It's 100% mutter. There's no chashad between two brothers. What are you talking about? So, in order not to make a whole confusion over there with Amaritzim, with the, like, people that are like Kusim, he snuck out. Yoitzim bekurdu keisun. I have a picture. Kurdu keisun is a very loose shoe. Somebody's wearing, <coughs> let's say, a larger shoe, and something like this could slip off on Shabbos if he walks outside. So what does he do? However, in the place called Beiri, you can't walk with cracks. Story with the two sons of Hillel. Yehuda and, uh, sorry, Rebbe Gamliel. Yehuda and Hillel. They went out with their cracks on Shabbos. And everybody laughed at them. We never saw anybody walking around with cracks. So they ripped off their cracks and they gave them to, the, to their slaves. And they didn't want to say, what are you talking about? It's 100% mutter. You're permitted to sit on the benches of non-Jews that B'Shabos, they would do their business on the benches. They would sell their schayra. And we're not concerned that if you sit on the bench, people are going to be chayshed you that you were selling something here on Shabbos. But in Akoi, they don't sit. You don't sit. They had a meeting not to sit on the Goyish bench. The Goyish Rimingam Lil, the father of Hill and Yehuda. He sat. Everybody started laughing at him. We never saw this Nishmaka. He sat down on the ground. They didn't want to tell them, what are you talking about? It's 100% mutter. So, what's the question? The question is, why not? Why didn't he tell them? You're allowed to tell people, So, these are stam people. Rav Chiza said, when it comes to a kusi, you're not allowed to tell them. But everybody else, you're allowed to tell them the truth. You see, Rav Gamaliel didn't tell them the truth. Rebbe's sons didn't tell them the truth. Why not? They weren't kusim. Says the Gemara. B'nai Medina Sayyam. These people, or B'nai Medina, Kivin lo ishchichi Rabbonon Gabayu, since they don't have Rabbonim there, kikusim damu. They're like the kusim. We have to treat them like kusim. They're amaratsim. They're not gonna, there's the, it's not such a funny story, but how does it go? There was a, there was a, I'm an artist in a place that didn't have a rav. So they asked him, what do you, how do you, Paskin Allahas, what do you do? You don't have a rav. He says, it's not a problem. I'm always machmer. Like what? He said, oh, like one time, my gaita at home, she took a bar of, of butter and she put it into the, into the meat and she cooked it. No, so what did you Paskin? I said, it's tos akum. Tos akum is not a problem. You don't have to be machmer. But then she sewed something like some silly story. She sewed the pants on Tisha's Hayomim. So you have to be machmer. So I didn't wear the pants. I didn't have pants. So whatever, one of these mice. Fine. I'm sure Yisrael Shalitsky will send me the true mice of how it happened. I'll go upon him, a place that has no rabbanon. Imagine you live in a place, you don't know Allah or anything, so you have to treat them like kusim. That's why they didn't tell him the truth. There's no chashash with brothers. There's no chashash with a... With a with a bench, 
There's no chash with cracks, but we're not going to tell you. Explains the Gemara, Bishlam is Hafsali Nachrim, Mishum de Mechzi Kimekechomemkar. When it looks like you're selling something on Shabbos, okay, I could hear why they were Choshish and Aku. Because the Kesoin, when it comes to these slippers, Nami Dilmo, Mishtalfen Vosilas, Yeni, Arba Amis, Bishus Rabba, maybe they'll fall off on Shabbos, you'll carry four Amis, Bishus Rabba. El Arech, my time alone, what's the concern when it comes to brothers? Kedisanya. So over here we're saying the chashash is not like in the beginning of the sugi of Mishkav Zohar. It's different. Imakol or imkulam adam roichets. Yeah, what's the girsa exactly? No girsa. Imakol adam roichets. You could bathe with anybody. Chutz me'aviv, besides with your own father. The, the concern is that you're going to start saying, oh, that's where I originated from. V'chamiv, same idea. Ubal imoy. A hero to his sister, that's what Rashi says. I'm sorry, to his mother. Ubala choisoi and a hero to his sister. Rabbi Yehuda matir ba'oviv. Rabbi Yehuda says you let it go to the mikvah, to the bathhouse with the father, to help him out. And the same thing to a mother's new husband. So they came in the city. Where was it? I forgot already. So in Kovl they said, two brothers are also usher to bathe. Because it'll be confused with the husband of a sister. Right? It's similar. A brother and a brother-in-law. So we're, we're geyser. Tano, Talmud A Talmud should not bathe with his Rebbe. Why not? Because you have to regard your Rebbe in the highest esteem. And when you see him unclothed, it'll go down a little bit. What about to see your Rebbe's stomach? Like a grace of boich, let's say he has. Is that mutter? You'll, you might not think of him the same way. What do you say? What do you say up there? <laughs> I'm not joking. So the Ramos says that if his Rav covers the erva. In other words, he's wearing a bathing suit, so it's mutter. So, grace of baich is mutter. That's what I learned from the Ramah. Vim, rabbi tzarech mutter. If his rav needs him, so it's 100% mutter. I don't know if this story is true. I heard of Maisa, Rapich and Shibring, everybody knows, war, I don't know how many peers of tzitzis, talesim. And a, a Talmud went into the mikvah with him to help him. First of all, they say he was extremely skinny. He was very thin. He looked ginormous. I remember him when I was a kid. I, this is over 40 years ago. I remember walking around in, in uh, what's the name of that uh, place in, in Yerushalayim? Matizdorf. Matizdorf. And my uncle still lives there, Rabbi Savitsky. And he lives a little bit in New York, in Kensington. But anyway, so, so I was visiting my uncle and my Zaidi, Rabbi Savitsky, and... I remember him there. But it, so the Talmud sees him, it's helping him, and the Talmud didn't want to get wet. It could be it's just the vitz, I don't know. But this is the mice they say. So he took off his shirt and his tzitzis and he hung it up. And then he's, he comes to, to, to get dressed and he can't find the tzitzis. So Scheinberg says, I saw some nash, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> anyway, Zokta Gemara. What's going on here? Rabbi Avram Weisfish, how are you? I'm getting to you. You should go out for the pictures. Where's Gary? He left when I need him. I wanted to unmute Rabbi Avram. 
Get ready. We, we got to ask you some shilas here. When he comes back. Rabbi Avi Epstein, I just saw. Ki also Rabbo Barbachano. Oh, here we are. We're at the sugya of Avram Weisfish. You could unmute yourself? Okay. Rabbi Avram, unmute yourself for a second. Ki also Rabbo Barbachano Ochal. How do you call this? What's the lotion? What? The Ayasra. With a sof, right? Just want to make sure. It's not like a paralyzation or parathesize, whatever the word is. Okay. This is the picture in Tmunei Chol, in the, the Sefer that everybody uses, but we have it much better. We have it much better. Look what Rabbi Avram took last night, straight out of the Shlachtois. Here he is, Rabbi Avram Weisvish, holding the diaspora. If you look over here, it looks like a bow, the stomach. And there's the upper part right over here, and he's pointing to it. You see, he's pointing to the diaspora. And this is the chalif underneath, underneath the bow. We're talking about this. In Eretz Yisrael, they used to eat this piece. If you want to see it closer, he even gave us a closer picture. Right over here. It's the same thing. Right over here, and there's the lower one. Great. Look at this. He comes prepared with his knives. Everything is unbelievable. What does he do? Daf. Right over here in the Shlachtais. So I said, you know, you got to put a Gemara there or something. He says, no, we don't. You can't. Zog the Gemara. Yeah, Rabbi Avram, you have anything to add? Once you're on and you have this thing, it's unbelievable. We have Zoom, we have you live. What do you have to add over here? Anything? Zog. No? It's very beautiful. He says, What? It's. Right. Okay. This is the keva. It's one of the four stomachs. The ayatra. So now you said it with a tough ishkoyach. The ayatra. I knew it was that. Okay, fine. The ayatra is right above here, but not below here. We're talking about this part over here. And there's this roll. They ate it. Says the Gemara. Says so now he's in Bavel, he's eating, he's continuing his minog to eat this fat. And all of a sudden he noticed that the Tamil Chachamer are showing up, keeping the chazinu, so he covered it right away. So Ravavira Sabo and Ravavira Ravuna snitched on him. They told Abaya, he's hiding it. Rabbi who's eating this fat, is treating you like a kusi. Yo, you guys are amaritzim, kilu, in front of him. He can't eat in front of you. We can't, we can't break him and hug him in front of you. What's going on here? We learned in our Mishnah. When a person goes to another city, he has to take upon himself those chumras. That's only when you come from, when you go from one city to another city within Babel. You go from one city to another city within Israel. Or even from one country to another country, going from the bad place to the good place, from Babel to Israel. Like Rabbi Barachana came from Israel to Babel. We in Babel. We have to be subordinate to the people from Eretz Yisrael. Why? Says Toysvis. 
When it comes to Isra Heter, they have smicha. They learn Torah Barabim, says Taisvis. Taisvis, Masa, Kiva, Dana, Kaifin, Lu. Avira, there it's Israel, Machim, says Taisvis. The ear in there is Israel makes them smarter. So we are subordinate to them. Avdinu Kavasayu, it's a little bit problematic, this language. Rashi explains it. Then when they come here, they can do what they want. Doesn't fit in so well? Okay. Ravashi Omar, Afidu Temim Eretz Yisrael Bavel. Even if they came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. And the Minagam Mokim in Bavel is Nati Desfat. Hanemi Lehechadein Daiti Lachzor. It's Dafka when he doesn't have intent to go back. So this creates a lot of issues for people that come from America to Eretz Yisrael, from Eretz Yisrael to America for Yontif. How do you deal with two days of Yontif? Daiti Lachzor, not Daiti Lachzor. Some people say, even if you want a beer for 30 days, it's kilo you hear, there's more, there's a whole machloikis from Moshe Feinstein, the whole, a lot of zachin going on. So Rabbi Bechana tells his own son, I just ate this stuff, gewaldik. I don't allow you to eat this ayatra fat, even when I'm there in front of me, don't eat it. And certainly not when I'm not there. I saw the Goladora eat it. Then I have the right to eat it wherever I want. But I cannot give you that tradition. So, Memela, what does he say? You can't even eat it in front of me. You can't. There's never a situation where you, my son, could eat the chalav. Says the Gemara, he argues on himself. He's negotiating with himself. In a different place. Just want to say, we're learning, or I'm learning. She's a woman that sits in front of Yesh every day. She's very, very poor, and she has a lot of tsaras. And somebody asked me to. to, to to learn for her, she's having surgery today. Sochli, Rabbi Yochanan ben Elazar. Pamachas nechnasti, achar, Rabbi Shimon ben Rabbi Yoisi ben Lekonya Legina. We're talking about the year of Shemitah, and now we are turning to Nun Aleph. Rabbi say Nun Aleph. 50 daf into Mesech Psachim. Can you imagine? Time flies when you're having fun. It's crazy. We just started Shas, but a few days ago. It's already more than a year. We just turned, sponsored by Gedalia Fenster, Lerfuah, Shleimov, Yerachmiel, Daniel, Bentova, Basha. I don't know, for some reason, one name. Geschmack, you could say it with Havana. So what's going on here? Svichim are not what you planted. Svichim is what grows after you already harvest everything, and all of a sudden it just pops up again. Some seed was left over, Svichim, the aftergrowth. Says Rashi, the Machlegs are showing what's going on here, but according to Rashi, we're talking about after the time of Biur, right? As we had yesterday, when there's no longer anything in the field, so then your Machuyev, the animals outside can eat, so your Machuyev to be your, your whatever you have at home, what exactly Biur is a major Machlegs are showing him. You just take it out of your house and Mafkir, like Gershon. These, these people, they don't go to the mikvah because of COVID. I mean, they go everywhere else, but they don't go to the Kalim Mikvah, because it's super dangerous over there. 
So what they do is, they take their kalim, they put it on the front porch, and they, they write on the chat, Hefker, Hefker for 20 minutes. So basically that's what they do over here. You take your fruit, and you write on the chat in the time of Yisam Mikdash, Hefker. By the way, I encourage everybody to leave WhatsApp today. We should all leave WhatsApp because of what's going on. They're, first of all, they're going into your privacy. I don't want to get politically, but what they did over there in America, terrible stuff. It's becoming socialist. We should all leave. We should all leave all their groups. Hayom. But anyway, Halavai, somebody should get together and just... Yes. We're all on Telegram, but Yosef said he doesn't want to uh, push Telegram, but I think we should start pushing Telegram. Just in the last day, I got over 10 messages that people are leaving WhatsApp, they're going to Telegram, so we might, we might not have a choice. But at any rate, get ready for it. But they're going into your thing. They're now WhatsApp, they, you, you push a thing that they have the right to go into your private thing. They can look at your bank information. They can do whatever they want now. Eh, it's not so posh. Okay, fine. Conspiracy theories. The same people that said that the, the vaccine, they, they, they implanted a chimp in you. Okay, I hear, I hear. But anyway, he took this, the svichim of a cabbage. Now we're going to see that cabbage is different than any other vegetable. We even had it. You can take a cabbage, take any leaf of cabbage, put it in the ground, and it'll grow again. So if you leave the cabbage in there, it could stay there forever. Now based on what he said before, my son, you can't eat anything. Not in front of me, not, not in front of me. What did he say now? Bini, You could eat, because I'm here. I give you the right to eat. But not in front of me, don't eat. No, so he contradicts himself. I saw Rajbi. Can you imagine who he saw here? He saw Rajbi. He ate the Svichim. I forgot what I remember when we said this last time. It doesn't say it over here. But last time we had it, it's a beautiful vart. I don't know, maybe it's a song even. So, Reb Shimon, since I saw him, I saw him doing it. So you could, you, I, I could be soymach. I could use his minog even when Reb Shimon is not here. You, just be soymach in front of me, but not in front of me, not. So he's arguing with himself because a second ago he said, even in front of me you can't eat. The Me'iri says, Bifanai means when I'm alive. Okay, fine, alive, not alive, but the point is, there's a difference between in front of me, or when I'm alive, or when I'm not alive, or not in front of me. My Reb Shimon, who's Reb Shimon Bayechai, which, what did he say? The sign Reb Shimon, Oymer, kol ha-svichim asurim chus kruv. All the aftergrowth of all vegetables is asur, besides cabbage. She'en kayotzebem k'yerek ha-sada. There's nothing like a cabbage in yerek ha-sada. By the way, uh, do we have time here? I missed an opportunity. By Inve Agefen, Inve Agefen, I think I might have even said it last time. But I, who, who reminded me? Another Talmud Chacham, a Rebbe in a yeshiva, I forgot his name already. He lives here in Sneer. But anyway, Reb Shlomi Zaman Orbach says, There's nothing like a, like a grape. The grape needs itself, it needs another thing to hold it up. Every fruit grows off a tree. The grape needs that little vine to catch on, says Reb Shlomi Zaman Orbach. That's what it means. You need something else to hold you up. So you have another beautiful family, or I think it means the wife. You have, it's a combination of two things that hold it together. Because the grape itself will just fall on the ground and, and, and be destroyed. You need that little guy, that little vine thing that catches on to the, to the whatever it is, to the vineyard, to, to be successful. Anyways, he says the same lotion over here. The kruv is different than any other vegetable in the world. Now what? 
it stays from year to year. MMA law, it doesn't have offshoots. It's not like a little seed fell into the ground and all of a sudden a piece of wheat grew. That's not what's happening here. It's the same crew. It's like a tree, like the roots of the tree that just grew more fruit later on. So it's not really a sfiach, MMA, it's motor. So it never left the field. It was never, oh, the chayis asada don't eat it. Here it is in the field. They don't argue. Who's Rebekiva? Rebekiva is Rebshim Bayuchayi's Rebbe. Klai Yisrael are going to complain. They're going to say, look, we're not going to plant and we're not going to be able to gather the wheat. Obviously, if you don't plant, you can't gather. It's just to say, we're not going to plant. We're not going to plant. We're not. It's like it's two steps. We're not going to plant and guess what else we're not going to do? We're also not going to harvest. Well, yes, you can't harvest if you don't plant. Says the Gemara. So therefore, Rabbi Kiva Darshan. Zom Rabbi Kiva. V'chim achashin zoyer meichen oisim. Mekan l'svichin shehein asurin. You know how they grew without planting. They grow by themselves. They just drop as you're harvesting without you planting. That that also the Torah is telling us don't touch those. The Ma'ikam Mevli said, "Then where's the Machlekes? Nobody's going to argue in a Metzius whether the cabbage has the ability to grow from year to year or not." Rabbanon Sarvi Gazrin and Zvichik Kruvat Shar Zvichik Da'alma. Do we say loy plug? Yes, we say loy plug. All vegetables are the same. Reb Shimon Solver like Gazrin and Zvichik Kruv Atu Zvichik Da'alma. We don't. We don't say that a, a cabbage is the same. Cabbage is different. We learned in the Mishnah how Hoylech Mimakayim Lemakayim. You go from a place, let's say that they do malacha erev Pesach. To a place that they don't do malacha, Erev Pesach, don't do malacha. Act like the place that you're going to. Always be machmer. And if it's a place that you used to not do malacha, and you came to a place that they do malacha, so don't be maker like them. You should be machmer and don't do malacha. Ask the Gemara a very simple question that everybody should have the answer to themselves. I understand that if they don't do malacha in the new place, you're not going to drive a car or do a malacha where nobody does it, that everybody sees that you're doing malacha. It's a big problem. You should not change because of a machloikas. Don't make a machloikas. But in a place that they're not makbid. So why should you continue being makbid? Let him do malacha. Nobody will notice that he's doing something different. He's not making a machlaikis. <clears throat> but we said that he has to be makbid like from the place that he left. Why? In this place, everybody's doing malacha. They're burning, making fires. They're doing all sorts of malachas, things that you're not allowed to do in Chalamboid, let's say. So why can't he do it? What's the problem? Omar Abaya, not the answer that you would think. Aresha, you're right. He could do, he could continue doing. It was talking about the other case. In a place that he doesn't, they don't do malacha, now you have to be makbe, not to do malacha. But if you come to a place that they do do malacha, and you, in your place, they didn't do malacha, now you could start doing malacha. So Rav is saying, that, no, you continue doing your minog, which is don't do malacha. Ah, everybody's doing malacha. Everybody's driving. Nobody's going to think, look at this guy, he's not driving. He's lazy, he doesn't want to drive. Why is he walking to the makot? Because he, he's lazy. Why is he not doing this? Because he's lazy. 
Nobody's going to say, oh, he's, he comes from that place and he's doing a different minog, and they'll make a fight with him. Right? So the Rosh points out that that's dafka in a, in a situation when there's a minog. So when there's a minog, then you break your minog in order not to have a machlaikis. Says the Mishnah Bura, but if it's a Isidra Banan, you shouldn't say to yourself, oh, I'm a nice guy. I don't want to fight with anybody. It's only the Rabbanon. And in this place, they're not Makbid on the Rabbanons. You go to a real place, a, a crazy place. You find yourself in some city they don't know halachas. You're going to come into Shul and you're going to be Makbid on something. And everybody's going to start laughing at you and say, ah, you, 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 frumak. Get out of here, from it. You have to fight with them, says the Mishra. You have to stand up for the halacha, even because it's the Rabbanon. The only time you don't stand up for a, halacha, for a thing is when it's only a, a, a minute. Everybody's going to say that this is because they're batlonim. Rabbi said, I know there's, we ran out of time. Real, real quickly, if I have a, a minute here, because I go, tomorrow will continue. If somebody comes from America to Eretz Yisrael, if somebody comes from Eretz Yisrael to America, like I do every single Pesach, besides last year during Corona, so there's a few interesting halachas. One halacha that I didn't know, and I'll tell you right now, the halacha I didn't realize. You must say the Haggadah with everybody else. I didn't know that. I thought I just showed up for the meal and had a good fresh. What about Marr? Marr I don't have to do on the second night. Why? Because nobody will know that I didn't do Marr. But Haggadah they'll see, so you say it real quickly. You have to wear Big Day Shabbos. If everybody's wearing Big Day Shabbos, second day Yantif, you're from Israel, you only keep one day, everybody keep, you have to wear Big Day Shabbos. Few interesting halachas. Chalamayid, you wear tefillin betzina. But let's say Shaykhtim, Avram Weisfish, Eretz Yisraeldike, goes to England and he wants to shecht over there, let's say in a, in a secluded place. Nobody's there. He's not allowed to because he'll become, he'll become famous. Everybody will know that they did a shechita. Not allowed to. Kibri Tzadikim. It's the middle of a cemetery. Nobody's there. You don't have, not Americans, not Israelis. It's just a, a stomach place. So everybody can do their own. Minig, it says... Um, and finally, if you're outside of the Tchum in, in America, you're allowed to do Melacha, but if you're in a place that everybody's not religious, also to do Melacha. Tomorrow we'll continue Be'ez HaShem with the Halachas of reverse, which is more to get to the Olam, people that come from America, to Eretz Yisrael, have a wonderful day. Rocky. Great day. Yehuda Barkai, Manishma Yehuda. Shalom Aleichem. Where are you from? L.A. L.A. Did I ever say hello to you? No, it's my first time. Oh. 
Here, you see, I got that Tfiyas Ayin. There's only 71 people on. I picked them out like that. You see that? Ah. Rocky, what's the story with that lady? She's the lady that sits right in the front and she's Dalka, it's Dalka, it's Dalka. So how's she gonna go like this? It's a problem. Maybe maybe she has uh, what is it called? Carpal tunnel. She has carpal tunnel because she went like this. Really? A year and a half? This minute? Really? You hear this? We have. Oh, sorry. What are you saying? Sorry. You know, they, you know they sell they sell socks that nobody can see. That's the new minug. You know, like when I play basketball, I wear my old socks, and everybody's like, "Ha ha! Look at that guy! Look at the socks! They come up to his knee." The Olam now they have socks they don't see. That's the minug. Maybe because of this machlekes. So instead of wearing big boots, you wear short socks, and then there's no machlekes. I hear it. beautiful. You see how stam choyshed. I remember as a kid looking at these guys. 120 degree weather, and they're wearing these heavy boots. You know, the guys, the guys in Eretz Yisrael, they wear their pants and their socks when they ride their bikes. So it shouldn't get stuck in the chain. So, Minag, so only on the right, only on the right side, their kids are only going to wear their pants on the right side. I didn't hear. They're making a lot of noise here. Something about a minute in the chat. Great day. <laughs> yeah. Did he get you a slurpee? Yes or not? Ah, shake it. Tell him. You tell him he doesn't get your slurpee, he's fired. He's fired. What do you mean he's not there for MDY? He's getting paid a salary when he's there. He has to, he has to get you a slurpee. I don't care what it is. I didn't pay for his flight. I didn't pay for his flight. But the least he could do is buy the CEO a slurpee. Mamash a chutzpah. Listen, good morning, Gedalia. Yoah, listen, when, he, when, he t- when you speak to him next time, say, if you're not here for MDY, so why did you go convince um, uh, Reichenbach to join this year? You go ask him, why did you go convince people to join this year? 
just ask, don't say names. What, if you're not here for MDY, what, how is it? Ask him a Shaila. And then and he's, he'll say, yeah. She says, why don't you get me a Slurpee? You hear? Yola, what are you going to say? I want to hear you. Repeat the question. Repeat the question. I need to hear you say the question. The daf. Yeah. Yeah. And Yossi Schloss, what's going on, Tzadik? Were you, were you not on a day or two? Because I, I don't remember seeing you. You're there every day? Every day? What happened? What says? If I miss a share, I don't have a problem. I'm just saying I noticed that you weren't there. That's all I'm saying. Yesterday, yeah? It ta- no, it takes me a few days. I don't notice right away, but all of a sudden I realized, like Leon, like Leon, it suddenly hit me that he wasn't on for like a week. It took me like a week to hop it. Takes time. Yeah. So in the, I was in Mezhibosh for Shavuos many years ago. Yeah. And over there, because there's no Minigam Makim, because no Yidin live there, so the second day Yomtev, a lot of the Israelis do not keep the second day Yomtev. Oh, so that's, that's, like, that's like a Kibri Tzadikim that I was saying. Yeah. That's much what I said, Kibri Tzadikim. Yeah. Interesting. Salman, yeah. Salman, did you stand up for your cousins of Skveres? Did you make a Machal? You're saying, you're saying that the American Hasidim is very interesting. Good night, good night. One, one minute, Rabbi Tursky, I don't hop. What about Mezbish like 200 years ago? There's no, that, that minute doesn't stay? So once they leave for one day, the minute disappears with them? That's how it goes? A few days, a few months, whatever it is. Okay. Well, it's the same thing that, that you have in Eretz Yisrael when the Americans are coming out of Shul and Simchas Torah and all the Israelis are in the bus and driving around. I know, it's, I, I hear the difference. I hear. You're in, Amer- you're in Chutzlars. You go by Minogamokim. I forgot to mention. I have it here written down. You go wherever you are. Yeah, I didn't get there. There's other halachas I didn't say. Yeah. Right, but you know what's interesting? I mean, Svara-wise, if I were to write 
Shulchan Aruch myself, I would go like to Balatanya. I mean, it makes the most sense. Why should... You're in Eretz Yisrael, you go like Eretz Yisrael. You're in America, you, when you're in Eretz Yisrael, you say, the same Talmud Levracha, when Eretz Yisrael says, and I, you know, I think, that's it. You go by what it is. It's, it's a weird, it's a very strange halacha, but the Shulchan Aruch doesn't pass like that. Yeah. It's very... But I think the Sephardim also, the Sephardim have their own thing of, like, wherever you go, I think. So I think that's also, that's... Yeah. This is Larry Pearl. Rabbi said this is Larry Pearl speaking. Unbelievable. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. With Tefillin? And what, they wore Tefillin? They wore Tefillin on Chalamayid over there by themselves? Like... Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea, personally. I don't know. There's a problem with tzina. You have to, you have to do it with tzina. You can't do it. You can't. You, let's say, let's say, could you, could you, on the second day yantiv, could you wear your jeans or your shorts, uh, your slippers? You can't make a, 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 a ten people like that. What? Okay, so I'm saying, so if you dress Yantav Dik, how could you dive in a different davening? It's the same thing, getting dressed and davening. You're showing that it's not Yantav. You're doing it Barabim, you're doing, you're doing it Beferhesia. You're showing it's not Yantav. For us ten people, it's not Yantav. I don't think that's right. I don't know. I don't know what that law is. It doesn't sound good. How bad is it? I don't put on Tfilin on Chalamayid? No. don't put on Tfilin on Chalamayid, but Gronix do. Gronix and Hasidim. Listen, I don't know. Oh, now, now you're talking about breaking a minog. Now you're breaking minogim. No, no. There's a minute. There's a minute this way and a minute that way. <clears throat> your your father wears tefillin on Chalamayid, but you want a timeout. You're 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 um, you're Litvish. You're not gonna see this, right? So yakis don't wear yakis don't wear tefillin. Oh, they ah they do. That's the problem. <clears throat> A guy, a guy, that's what a guy said yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, I, got a, I got an email like that. Shlomi, I got an email. Listen, Fivish, hold on a second. With your kfira. Hold on a second. <clears throat> I got an email from, I got an email from Hochhauser. Hochhauser says, listen, you, you said, when you read my email, you said that... The Lubavitchers think that you're Lubavitch. 
the Hasidim think that you're Hasidim. Oh, is a raya that you don't think that Labavish is a Hasidim? Because he put them in two categories. That was his whole email. But Lamaisa, we have lumped them here. We have guys that are, that are listening and medayik in the words. Unbelievable.